the very first, the most talked about job right now is a prompt engineer. Because as I said, AI needs instructions to do something. And those instructions are called prompts right now. And so a lot of people, when they start using AI, they don't know how to interact with this technology. And so the very first thing is, if you are an expert who can who can interact with the AI and get meaningful data out of it, that's a skill that is in great demand right now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Looking Forward, Opportunities for Job, Career, Business, and Investment Seekers. If that describes you, then this is the podcast for you. If you're a freelancer, a startup or small business, a well-established company, a nonprofit, or even someone thinking about a second or possibly a third career, this is for you too. You see, here in Looking Forward, we focus on global trends in the future, but most importantly, on the opportunities they're creating. Our guest experts will not only tell you about those opportunities, they will also give you some tips to help you take the first steps toward capitalizing on them. I'm your host, Jeff Ostroff. Hi, everyone. Do you believe artificial intelligence is ushering in a new era of opportunity? Well, that's exactly what my guest expert on this episode, Manoj Agawar, believes. In fact, he speaks enthusiastically about a wide spectrum of job, career, business, and investment opportunities for those who learn how to use AI. I think you'll really enjoy and profit from what Manoj has to say. To learn more about Manoj, listen to the episode and check the show notes. And please don't forget to give us feedback about this or any other Looking Forward episode. Now, before we get started, I want to say a few words about our sponsor, Superpass. Do you make podcasts, video courses, or other content? Well, that means you need your own engaging website and mobile app for everything you make. And Superpass can help. Turn your followers into superfans and paid customers. Elevate your brand with your own stunning website and mobile app. And with Superpass, it's never been easier. Superpass is the most powerful content app maker on the market. And now you can try it for free. Or like me, you can be on one of their other plans. Enter code LOOKINGFORWARD, all one word, all caps, LOOKINGFORWARD, and get a 10% lifetime discount on any of their plans. Go to superpass.com. That's super with an A, superpass.com. And hey, if you want us to mention your organization on the show, please contact us for more details. Okay, let's get started. Well, hi, Manoj. Hi, excited to be here. Well, thank you for being here. Welcome to Looking Forward Opportunities for Job, Career, Business, and Investment Seekers. Now, Manoj, you're an expert on AI, artificial intelligence, we'll mostly refer to it as AI. Yeah, yeah. Curious to know why you got involved with this. What got you started? And it's so big now, but why did you get involved? Well, basically, my background is technology. I've been in technology for 30 years. And when you're passionate about something, you always try to stay at the cutting edge. You always try to learn what is the latest and greatest. So as new technologies come in, I'm always gravitated towards them. I try to learn. I try to use them in projects. So AI, blockchain, cloud computing, mobile computing, as they come out, I tend to start using it, start looking for 
work that is related to these technologies. And AI is quite special. It is so powerful that when I got involved in it, when I realized what it can do, I just kept going deeper and deeper into it. Makes sense. You're what we would call an early adopter of technology. I confess I'm not an early adopter. When did you actually start getting involved in AI? Yeah. So the first project that I did on AI was around 2006. We started a, a project to help students get personalized curriculums. Right now, traditional education, if you have 50 students in a classroom, every student gets the same curriculum even though some students are, are more advanced and some students need, need more help. So we created an AI system to personalize the curriculum for each student, even though they are studying in the same classroom. Terrific. And you, were, you did this in 2006. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Good for you. One thing I want to clarify, like AI yes. has been around since the 60s. Since the 60s. Yeah. Now the more advanced algorithms and the computing power required to build meaningful systems they came around like 95, 2000. I was early in that cycle, but not as early as some people may think because AI as a technology has been around for a long time. I'm glad you clarified that, Manoush. Thank you. And it's a perfect segue into what I want to ask you. So why all of a sudden, it seems, it's been around since the 60s. You mentioned the 90s. You got real involved in the early 2000s. Yet here it is, 2023. And it just seems out of nowhere, everybody's talking about AI. People are now using AI. What's responsible for this? Let's just quickly look at the brief history, right? So as I said, around the year 2000, people started realizing the power of AI and they started using it to build companies like Amazon and Tesla and Facebook and so on and so on. So all these companies, people don't realize they are AI companies. This is how you get your package the same day, the next day from Amazon, no matter what you buy. Because if a human was to pick that package from the warehouse and ship it and all that, you won't get it in the next day. Now, all these uh, companies made a lot of people very rich. Jeff Bezos basically became the richest person in the world within 15, 20 years through Amazon. So we started realizing that AI has the power, create all these opportunities, create all this wealth. But in order to use AI, you needed to invest a lot of money yourself. You needed to hire a lot of smart engineers with PhDs and whatnot. So there was a barrier of entry into this world of AI. Now, in 2022, there was this new platform released called ChatGPT. And what it did was it brought the power of AI to everyone for free. So everybody without a background in computer science, without any investment in large systems, servers, cloud services, you can just sign up to ChatGPT for free and start using the power of AI. And that's what changed because now everybody could understand, oh, wow, AI can do that. Like how AI can save me time. It can save me money. It can help me make more money. And that's what changed in 2022. And now here we are where the rise of AI is just getting started. Like we are at an inflection point where this is just, it will just continue to grow and uh, get incorporated into everything, every aspect of life. 
Yeah, and we're going to get into that a little bit too. It kind of reminds me a little bit about personal computing, right? Yeah, yeah. Where uh, there were computers for years, right? Big, bulky, hunky room full of these big computers. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we get them at our desks, right? And it's like that same thing. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Now, you're an expert on AI. What would you say, Manoj, are some of the big trends that are taking place now in AI these days? The biggest trend, as we talked about, ChatGPT is based on a technology called large language models. So basically what that means is the computer learns how we have communicated in the past. It learns everything, our language, our books, our entire sort of history of what humans have produced as text. And now it has become as smart as humans because now we can ask it any question about Anything that it has picked up from ancient wisdom, from Plato or Socrates to modern astrophysics or any topic in between. So that is the latest trend where these language models are providing a lot of wisdom, a lot of synthesized knowledge to people who did not have access to it earlier. So imagine you had the internet where there is there are like millions and millions of billions of sites, but you didn't have Google or any other way to search for a website. But all of a sudden, Google came along and then now you can look for anything on the internet. It, it, it can lead you to the right websites. Sure. It's the same analogy where you have vast body of knowledge, all the books that have been written, all the texts that have been written by humans. But in order to access that knowledge, understand that knowledge, you have to sit through all this text, which takes a lot of time and resources. Sure. But now if you teach all this to the machine and say, okay, now that you know everything that humans know, I just want my one question answered. What do I do now? Or whatever that question is that AI can answer. So that's what's happening today. Okay. And that is the first step towards artificial general intelligence, meaning artificial general intelligence will replicate a human being because AI today, even today, is good at one thing and one thing only. So even if we call it artificial intelligence, it's quite dumb in that aspect hmm. that it can only do one thing and it can do it very well. But as a human, we can do many things. Like I can paint, I can run, I can do calculus or all these things like I, based on the situation, I can do it. So the holy grail of AI is artificial general intelligence. The ones that you see in science fiction movies that that can understand everything. It can make food for you. It can fly airplanes for you, whatever. So that is the trend where we are heading towards. Now, the surprising thing is even experts like myself, we thought we will be here in the next 30 years or 50 years, but we are already there. And artificial general intelligence, in my opinion, is like maybe five years away. Wow. I'd like to come back to that. Let me just ask you something else. Is the deployment of artificial intelligence, is the use of artificial intelligence right now different in different parts of the world? You know, we're a globally focused podcast. And even though uh, you and I are in North America, you in Canada, I'm in the United States, we're interested in the whole world. Are there differences in terms of the implementation, adoption, use, whatever absolutely, of this? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's a huge difference. Like countries like China and India and Israel, they are far ahead of AI adoption. In fact, 
the economic progress that Asia has made in the last decade, again, can be attributed to their use of technology, latest technologies like, and um, adoption and implementation of AI in North America is also on the rise, but it is not as, how can I say, it doesn't match the intensity and speed of what some of these other countries are doing. Wow. Going back to what you said before, you said AI right now can only do one thing. Humans, we can do a lot of things. But you're foreseeing now within a really relatively short period that AI will be able to have more general intelligence as you, as yeah. you speak of it. You could probably talk about this for the rest of the show, but I don't want you to, <laughs> okay? But what are the implications? What are some implications of that? When, once it moves into that realm, so then what? The implications are, in my opinion, are straightforward. That So we are moving into a post-thinking era, meaning so far in human history, we have been focused on our intellectual capability to solve problems. And whoever can solve more problems gets uh, more opportunities. They get more value for their time. They get the big bucks. Now, if the machine can do all of that, then what is left for humans to do? The humans have the realm of the emotions or the empathetic side or how we feel because that is not something that a machine can learn. And so the idea will be society now will shift towards less thinking, more feeling because everything else can be done by the machine. Now, before I go to the machine and say, hey, can you do this for me? I need to really understand what is it that you want me to do? And so when you go to the doctor, the doctor is going to spend a lot of time diagnosing you and taking measurements and all of that stuff. Yeah. But in the new like AI run systems, all that will be done for the doctor right away. And the doctor can spend more time just talking to you and say, okay, tell me a little bit about your family history. Tell me how do you feel? Tell me what are your plans for the future so that I can prescribe you the right uh, medication or the right procedure, whatever it is. So those conversations will come deeper and longer and more human focused rather than mechanical. That's the kind of society it is going to lead to. If it really turned out to be that way, I'd be very excited because we need more communication between people, between the groups, countries, and all that stuff. Yeah. I really hope you're enjoying this episode so far. If you are, can you please do me a small favor? Let some of your family members, friends, or others in your network know about it and about looking forward, opportunities for job, career, business, and investment seekers. And hey, if you happen to like this podcast, my interviewing approach, or maybe even my voice, please consider checking out some of the many services my business provides. These include podcast hosting, creation and consulting, voiceovers, professional interviewing, production of audio or video profiles to help you sell your business, promote your services, increase your customers, or raise funding, and services to help you market to the large and growing seniors population. That's something I've actually written a book about. To learn more, please visit www.jeff-ostroff.com. You can also email me at jeff at jeff-ostroff.com. Now let's get back to this episode of Looking Forward, Opportunities for Job, Career, Business, and Investment Seekers. 
Manuj, let's jump into what is really the hub, the primary focus of looking for it, which is uh, opportunities. Yeah. Again, I bet we could talk for hours about this. Our listeners really want to know where the opportunities are. Based on your expertise with AI, where do you see opportunities for any of these groups? I'm going to mention many of them. Job and career seekers in entrepreneurs, business seekers, freelancers, investors. What are some concrete opportunities that you see for people related to this evolving trend of AI deployment? Yeah, I'll start with a general opportunity first and then go into a specific. So AI is as important and impactful as electricity or fire. Mm. So if you can imagine human life without electricity or fire, then you can imagine life without AI. So that means that mm. every aspect of life will be infused with AI. It's already infused with AI. We just don't realize it because yeah. at the moment right now, we are recording this conversation sitting across thousands of miles and the whole video, audio, all that is being recorded with perfect quality through the use of AI behind wow. the scenes. Wow. Right? If you take out your mobile phone, everything on that device is controlled by AI. So that trend is going to continue. Now, talking about opportunities, AI, the CEO of IBM has said that AI is going to add about $10 trillion to the world economy by 2030. Mm. Okay. So the current world economy, GDP, annual GDP is $96 trillion. So, more than 10% of what the world produces will be added in the next seven years. Huge. Uh, in terms of uh, specific opportunities, so job seekers, before AI came along, the typical way that job seekers got jobs was like research companies go to job boards, send copy-paste cover letters, resumes. And we know that it doesn't work as well today. In order to get the job and increase your chances, it's highly recommended you research the company, research the hiring manager, you write a personalized cover letter, you write a specific resume that fits that job so that you get a higher chance of uh, getting an interview. But that takes a lot of time and energy. And most people do not have the patience or the resources or even the expertise to, to do that for each application. But with AI, you can do it in seconds. So if I have to apply for 100 jobs, 100 different jobs at 100 different companies, I can quickly get AI to write 100 different personalized cover letters with 100 different personalized resumes for each of these opportunities. And you can imagine the impact it will have on my ability to get an interview with one of these companies, right? Yeah. Entrepreneurs, we spend a lot of time trying to solve problems, trying to communicate with people. You know, in fact, we were working with some real estate agents and it turns out that 80% of their time is consumed in communication with their prospects, with their clients, with their partners. With AI, we can shrink that time down to 10%. And now they have a huge amount of time available within their week, more than 50% of what they used to spend on new opportunities. They can use that time to look for new opportunities. The Communication that is done by AI is much more effective, much more personalized than what they did by hand. So all these opportunities cumulatively 
add exponential growth to what you are trying to do, whether you are in business, whether you are career professional or whatever. The idea is that as you start to use AI, your mind itself starts to open up. Okay, where can I use this? Where can I use this? And as you do that, you go through an exponential growth curve where you become massively productive, massively more impactful, massively more accurate. Let me just follow up. Where would people find a job itself in AI? I can see what you're saying about AI will give you more time to look for a job or to improve or grow your business. But does AI, the industry itself, create jobs? And yeah, for absolutely. And for whom? Yeah, absolutely. See, the very first, the most talked about job right now is a prompt engineer. Because as I said, AI needs instructions to do something. And those instructions are called prompts right now. And so a lot of people, when they start using AI, they don't know how to interact with this technology. And so the very first thing is, if you are an expert who can who can interact with AI and get meaningful data out of it, that's a skill that is in great demand right now. Then you have AI engineers, data science engineers, you have other types of engineers who help these AI engineers to deploy, test, perform these AI systems. There are people who collect a lot of data because AI needs to learn from raw data. So that raw data takes time to collect, collate, feed it into the AI systems. It's a vast field. There's a tremendous amount of opportunity. The list of job titles must be like 50 plus long in the process of building AI systems. So you have to see where do you fit. Most of these are technical roles. So you have to have background in technology, computer science, all these uh, disciplines. But there are some non-technical roles as well where you basically, you can just help clean the data. If you are a domain expert, let's say we are building a system for healthcare. This is a real example I'm giving you. We built a system to build a 3D printed orthotic device to help people with joint pains. So that was uh, an AI project, a very uh, interesting AI project. But we needed uh, the expertise of trained physicians to help us figure out what is a perfect orthotic device. We worked with physicians, even though they didn't have technical expertise, to help us collect the data and then synthesize that data to feed it into the AI system. These opportunities exist out there once you know what you're looking for. And of course, if you need any help, uh, if somebody wants to have a question, you can feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or something. But for entrepreneurs, for example, the opportunity exists to use AI to build new systems, solve more problems. I'll give you an example. I already told you we built systems for personalized education, 3D printed orthotic device. We have another client, Fortune 500 client, where we used AI to help them build a better culture within the team, help raise the morale of the employees. So AI can be used in so many different ways that your imagination is like the sky is the limit. And the more you can imagine, the more you can understand, the more areas you can apply this technology in. Absolutely fascinating. I want you to hit on the other group that I asked you about, maybe targeted here. I'm an investor. I'm not necessarily meaning me personally, but I'm an individual who's an investor. And uh, maybe I'm not technically oriented. Maybe I am. I, it, does, it doesn't matter. But particularly for those who wouldn't be, mm -hmm. how do I get in on this? 
the best thing is all investment is analyzing the markets, analyzing the data, analyzing the trends. And it takes a lot of experience to understand what is happening in the world, what countries are making progress, which sectors are getting more money flow in, which companies are expected to do better next year than this year, which industries are rising, which industries are falling, all of that, the financial indicators, what are the interest rates that the Fed is charging, what are the currency exchange rates between dollar and yen and whatnot. All of these things are things that investors are interested in. But in order to look at all this landscape, your mind has to be so capable of understanding these intricate connections between these different entities that it only a few people can do it in an effective manner. But now with AI, you can ask these questions in a very simple way and say, okay, give me the trends, which industries are rising. And given my investor profile, I'm 50 years old. You don't have to invest like a million dollars. I live here. I'm interested in these kind of things. Give me some ideas on where I should be investing my money in. And it will give you meaningful information that you don't have to spend months and months collecting. Then the next step is actual investing because the actual investment needs you to buy and sell shares and make these transactions. And today, believe it or not, 90% of the transactions on all the public stock exchanges are done by AI. They're not done by humans. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So if you are kind of lazy like me, you can actually just say, hey, AI, this is who I am. This is what I want to invest my money in. Go ahead and trade on my behalf and just tell me how much money you made for me or lost for that matter. But in general, these AI algorithms, I don't want to get into that, like, you know, the details of that, but AI algorithms are capable of investing your money and trading it, buying and selling. Now, I just want to warn, don't like jump into it without knowing exactly what you're doing because Mm. you can end up uh, making big mistakes and losing a lot of money. But that's the answer. Information is everything uh, in the investment world. And AI can really help you get that right information very quickly. I want to come at that just slightly differently. Are there any, not necessarily pure plays, which is often the phrase in investing, like which companies are more likely to take off because of AI? You don't have to name companies. Maybe give us an idea, like what companies might really do well in this new environment with AI? Where somebody might want to say, you know, I I ought to be looking at, you mentioned IBM, you don't have to talk about IBM, but that I'm wondering about plays based on these AI and what it's going to do. You know, you have the usual suspects like the big names, which will benefit tremendously. AI needs a lot of hardware. So who manufactures that hardware? That's AMD. They manufacture the chips. Dell, Dell, I think is a private company now, but all these large scale Computer manufacturers, they will benefit. Then who will run the software? Like Microsoft and Amazon with their cloud services will run the software. All these big names obviously are already benefiting. But the next wave of entrepreneurship, like the next Microsoft or the next Amazon, is still yet to come out. For example, OpenAI is the company that created ChatGPT. And overnight, they became a $29 billion company and Microsoft invested $10 billion in them. Before that, they were like, nobody even knew who they were. People who have gone through this cycle previously through the internet age, 
through the smartphone age. They'll recall as this technology started getting adopted, you started getting news every other month. Oh, this company became a billion dollar company. This big company uh, went public. So you can expect the same kind of news coming out every other week that this company created an AI algorithm to uh, revolutionize the legal system. This company revolutionized the food industry, whatever. Mm. So look out for those type of companies who are disrupting large-scale industries, but also look out for what edge do they have over competitors because this is going to be just like right now we are just at the beginning of this wild ride that everybody is going to have of new innovations coming out with AI. My advice in investment is always like focus on things that you understand. So if you are interested in AI and you have interest in music, then look for companies who are combining these two factors. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in food, then look for companies that are working on AI technologies for food because that's the only way you will be able to assess, okay, is this company a promising company? Is this a promising investment? If you have no idea about that specific industry and you have no idea about AI, you're just throwing darts on a dartboard. So that's not a good strategy. Some good tips there. Manoj, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this. And again, this is another one you could talk for hours on. I'm sure many people have asked you about it. You're presenting a very exciting, very promising, somewhat rosy picture here. Yet there are many people out there who either are reading or are personally concerned if they haven't read about What's this going to mean for my job? I'm going to lose a job. This guy's telling me about all these jobs. I'm going to lose my job. I was doing all that stuff. How would you answer that? You are not going to lose your job to AI, but you are going to lose your job to a person who understands and uses AI. So what does that mean? The very first time I logged on to the internet was around 1995. And I saw what it can do. And in 1998, I had to apply for a, a, my entry-level jobs for the very first job. And within three years, if I didn't use the internet, I didn't have the email address, I could not apply for a job. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same paradigm, same thing here again. If you uh, don't use AI, you will be 10 times slower. You are, you'll be 10 times less productive than the next person who uses AI. So who will get the job? That person. So my advice is not to worry about you will lose your job. Nobody's going to lose your job. Humans are not going anywhere just because a new technology was invented. Every time a new technology is invented, the only thing that happens is productivity increases. So get on that uh, boat now, increase your productivity and become irreplaceable. Get, get more, become more competitive. And you will be the person putting other people out of job. <laughs> That's terrific. Can you say just a few words more about the rest of the decade, you're again projecting we're moving into another phase here, the uh, general intelligence phase for AI. Things are moving fast. You will remain, I assume, very optimistic through the rest of this decade. Yeah, I think we are moving into an era of enormous abundance, enormous progress in uh, human life, solutions to huge problems like cancer and climate change and things of that nature. I think that will leave, lead to large-scale peace, large-scale harmony on the planet because most of the wars are about resources, limited resources. And in general, people will become wealthier and will be able to afford ideal lifestyles for themselves because today 
there are only 5% people on the top that can afford every luxury and every everybody else is at the bottom. I think AI will start to shift that paradigm to bring more abundance and more economic progress to majority of the population on earth. Very good. And just thinking about what our focus is, which is on job, career, business, and investment opportunities, you foresee those continuing to be there and, I don't know, maybe to grow through the rest of the decade? Absolutely, absolutely. Because, see, jobs and opportunities and investment opportunities, all of these things are linked to overall productivity of a nation. That's the definition of GDP, right? So if you have a 100,000 population and they can produce $1 worth of value, your GDP is 100,000. Now, everybody is using AI and they become 10 times more productive. So all of a sudden, they are producing a million dollars worth of GDP. And that's the prosperity that is distributed in the economy, right? So it's, it's easy math. Yeah. Okay, we always like to have our guest experts provide a few tips for our listeners. You've talked a bit already about investors and some tips for them. What about the job seekers, whether they're looking for a job in AI itself and also for the career seekers, same thing, entrepreneurs looking to directly hit on AI or just leverage what AI can do for them. You already put out the fear that if they don't adopt it, what are a few other tips you can give us, Manoush? Well, the, the biggest tip is like start using it because a lot of people, they are sitting at the sidelines. They are uh, reading these fearful headlines and they are saying, okay, you know, I don't know how to get started. But my advice is just sign up for a platform like ChatGPT, then start to interact with it and then look for solutions that can help you solve some real problems in your life today. So think about where you are spending most of your time. Generally, in everybody's life, we spend our 80% of our time on few big problems that we are trying to solve. And AI can help you with that. So if you start to use it in baby steps to solve those big problems that you're dealing with, then your mind automatically starts to expand. It's again, just think it's like driving a car. It's like uh, using the internet. It's trying to cook a meal. Everything takes time for you to become an expert. But the only thing that you need to do is start. So that's number one. Second thing is take small baby steps to use AI to solve some real world problems in your life today, because that will give you a real good sense of how you can use AI in your life and business. Yeah. If somebody is a student right now in college where they're going to change a career, what skill set do you think they need to pursue or study if they want to get more involved in AI itself? I will say, Learn to talk to people, to learn to understand what the world needs. Everything else will be taken care of by AI anyways. So if you can get better at understanding humans, you will get better at understanding AI as well. Isn't that fascinating? Never thought you'd say that. Then again, it relates to things you've said already. Manoj, this has been wonderful, very eye-opening for me. I hope that what you're talking about in the future comes to pass. We sure need that. We sure need it desperately. What is the best way for our listeners to learn more about you, about Tetranoodle? You've got a podcast, you got books, whatever else you want them to know about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm easy to find on the internet. Like I put out a lot of content. So you can Google my name, go to my website, Manoj Agarwal. Find me on LinkedIn. We are launching a new community on AI 
which will help people answer all these questions, get all the resources they need to implement it in their businesses. So yeah, just reach out on LinkedIn or my website and let me know what you're trying to do. Terrific. I'll put information about Manoj in the show notes, but just to make sure everybody knows for now, Manoj is spelled M-A-N-U-J and his last name A-G-G-A-R-W-A-L. So you can easily find him. Manoj, it's been great talking to you, learning from you, and I wish you much continued success. Thank you so much for being our guest expert on looking forward opportunities for job, career, business, and investment seekers. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of Looking Forward, Opportunities for Job, Career, Business, and Investment Seekers. I hope you've enjoyed it and will benefit from it. And if you did like it, please share this episode with anyone you know who you think might also find it of value. And if you have any comments or questions about Looking Forward or any suggestions for future topics or guest experts, you can reach me at the website www.jeff-ostroff.com or through my email address jeff at jeff-ostroff.com. Thanks.